0: And now from the dry hills of Santa Clarita, California, it's time for America's least listened to podcast. It's Christian Ease with your blessing-filled hosts, Jared Burkholder, Dan Sadjoff, and Brian Irwin. And that's the sound of the Hammond B3 with Barb and her magic oh, fingers. Barbara. Wow, Barb, thank you so much. Did you see your new album? No. <laughs>
1: She has a new album? Ballads of Hymnody. Wow. Dude. Is it actually on vinyl? It's on vinyl. And here's the great thing. Yeah. I got a portable vinyl uh, Walkman <laughs> that I strap to my back, and I use it while I'm running now. <laughs> a vinyl Walkman. Dude, do you have to stop like every 10 feet because the record is scratching? Well, it's scratching a bunch. Yeah. I, I try not to jostle too much. Okay. The other day, <laughs> I'm cooking it up a hill on a run. Yeah, Barb just starts singing with her fingers, pushed me right up the hill
0: that is nice oh my word wow i'm gonna have to can i borrow the uh backpack walkman yep. from you at some point Yep, those are
1: those are making a huge comeback
0: that's great because i had the eight track version of that for a while but i um,
1: just saw my first eight track ever really there's a guy at church
0: now you're serious now
1: absolutely serious i'd heard about it i'd never oh seen Oh my one. gosh so a guy at church has this old vw van he restored <laughs> and he installed an eight track like he found a new one online and dude put it into i his love van. that and so he's like come here and he put one in, and it was—it's was it, it's trippy, isn't it? It was amazing because he lo- like the way it worked just blew my mind.
0: Yeah, it's completely oh, such a weird, clunky, awkward technology. But if I could, because I had an eight track in my '66 Buick Skylark when Come I was on. in high school. Dude, I would get another one just to have it, not because the sound is good or anything, but just, because mine you could pull out, so when you get out of the car, you would pull it out and carry it with you. So The whole thing. Yeah, nobody could steal your stereo. So just, (laughs) you would just like, you would just pull that part of it out. Dude, it was the coolest. But the eight tracks are so weird. Did he play anything on it for you? Yeah, well, I don't remember what it was. It was like Leonard Skinner or something like that. So the songs are really weirdly divided. So it gets to a certain point, and because the the track has to switch, the song starts to fade, and then it goes... (laughs) And then it fades back into the. It's the weirdest. <laughs> so your songs interrupted like in the middle of the just, song, like, jamming halfway through. Dude, it's so bizarre, but it's so cool. Wow, useless technology is making a comeback. It was awesome, oh. and like I kind of wanted one because he said he found a store in the
1: valley that sells a bunch of eight tracks,
0: dude. And it doesn't surprise me that it was Leonard Skinner because I had
1: ACDC. That yeah. was totally on eight tracks, and it just felt it just felt right. Like I felt like I was transported back in time.
0: That is hilarious. Were that is hilarious. Simpler times, man. Simpler times. How are you, Jared Holder? Yeah. I think uh, baby's sleeping a little bit better. Okay. So, yeah,
1: like, I, ju- I woke up this morning and realized, like, I'm still tired, but yeah. the lack of perspective that I've had for the last yeah. five weeks yeah. is gone, and I have slightly more perspective.
0: Yeah, lack of sleep will will do that to you like nothing else, won't oh, it? I mean, it's just, the whole world becomes gray. It's like torture, yeah.
1: yeah. Like, yeah, it's a good way to put it. Everything, it, like, there's no color in anything. Yeah. Everything seems like a big deal. Like, I hit a bunch of stoplights the other day, and like, yeah. that's
0: it. I'm going to sell my car. Just <laughs> I'm just going to walk. I can't do this anymore. You know, it's interesting you bring that up, because uh, I thought today we might be able to talk about, how about, you know, whether you're a Christian or you're not a Christian, we are, but Brian's not. We haven't had Brian for a while. Hopefully, he'll be back He's still soon. alive, right? He's still alive. He's on vacation. Okay. But you know there are times where you hit those. For me, I hit a spiritual drought about three or four weeks ago. for For a, it lasted for a few weeks. It was it was it was kind of a depression meets spiritual drought. Right. And it's real easy as Christians, I think, sometimes to talk about. I've had times where I'm just I'm on fire. I'm reading every day. I'm inspired. My prayer life is great. The world looks great. I'm sharing the gospel with people, or I'm at least feeling like relationally we're we're making inroads towards that. You know, mm-hmm. but then. There have been times in my life, and I hit this time when I got home from this last job. I did for whatever reason. I think physically I wasn't feeling great, but I just the world got gray. Like we were talking about with you, with not sleeping. Yeah. And I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to do because because yeah. it's real easy in the Christian laboratory sometimes to say, okay, I need to read the Bible, I need to pray, I need to uh, I need to be connected to God, but I didn't feel as connected. I mean i I went through. I went through a few weeks where I was just—I felt like I was walking through molasses, mm. you know? And I was like— What, what do you think—so
1: I think you're right, like we—I yeah. don't want to be naive. Yes. Uh, I, like I'll talk in a second. I, I think time in the Word and time in prayer and time with God's people is the cure for what ails us Yeah. most of the time, but I think yeah. there are times when it doesn't feel like the cure. So what do you yeah. think, as you look back and maybe diagnose yourself, what yeah. do you think contributed to that?
0: You know, I think what contributed to it, um, to a large extent, um, I am like many people, my identity gets gets uh, hooked up with who I am, like what my job is, what I'm doing in my life, what I think I'm accomplishing or not accomplishing, and as a guy, I think it's even worse sometimes, especially because. You know, when work is really good, you feel good about things when work is not so good. And as a freelancer, that's my case a lot of times where I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything. And I'd come off this big job in San Francisco and was feeling really great about things that way. And then I was it was easier to feel good about things spiritually, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and then when I came off that, there was a little bit of a, a lull and I kind of felt like, oh, well, I'm going to just carry that momentum into this next thing. And that didn't happen for a while, and I was just, uh, I think too physically I didn't feel great. I was really low on energy, and I think, I'm going I'm to tell you a little little nutritional help right now. Low here. T, is that what you're talking about? T- <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're- exactly. Gosh, he's, who's the guy on the commercials for Testoster Boost or whatever from GNC? I just get mine from the gas station. Where do you get yours? <laughs> oh, yeah, I pick it up from the gas That's station. Right. That's Sounds right. like low tea, bud. <laughs> but I was I was doing this thing where I was going into the sauna like every day, and I think I was a little dehydrated, to be honest with you. And so I started taking some electrolytes, and it, believe it or not. But but I think a big part of it, too, is my identity. And we, we've talked about it. We've done episodes about this. And it's real easy for me to say, oh, yeah, man, look, my identity is only in Christ. But you know what? When that is a reality, yeah. and you make that a reality uh, by really – by that being true in your life then i think yeah you can get through those times and that's where i ended up clinging to with this last bout is mm-hmm. like wait you know what my my job when i pseudo accomplishing what i'm getting done where i'm at in my life part of it you know i'm i'm 52 years old too and there's times i'm going to be honest where i look at my son just came home from his freshman year of school. We're losing our daughters; they're going to be going to school. I say losing as if they're dying. They're not, but you know, there's days where I'm we wrestle. You're with gaining that. your independence back. Exactly. Then. Come on, yes, get out of that room. That's, That's right. becoming my new den. <laughs> Uh, but I, you know, it's all those kind of things. And then I start thinking about honestly why well, I got more time behind me than I got ahead of me, and that's just a fact. And that's not to be maudlin about anything, but it's it's Good true. Word. Thank wow, you. Wow, maudlin. Thank you. And then there's maudlin. Whip out your iPhones, kids. Let's <laughs> figure out what that means. Hey, Google that, would you? Um, Let but, me ask you this. Yeah, I'm preaching this weekend on yep. John
1: 12. Yeah, been thinking a lot about expectations and how expectations shape our view of reality. Yes. Thinking back to you're coming off the job, you kind of expect that's going to carry forward. Mm-hmm. It doesn't How much do you think expectations played into that? Would it have been possible to kind of been reevaluating your expectations along the way and prohibited that, or is that too facile a understanding?
0: No, I think I think I think absolutely I could have I could have done that. And I think um I think too it's that thing of like really like as I've gone through and like all I can say is thank God for our church and our class, our small class, and, and key people in my life who are uh, believers and who are really strong in, um, strong in the Word, that those relationships carry me through. And, and I think, yeah, I, I think my expectations were way too high, but I think also, too, my connection, my, my real embracing of like, hey, is what is what I believe true? Or is it just a feel good kind of like, because I think sometimes we, we I think we fall into this trap too of like, church can be a club yeah. sometimes totally. and you, at least you'll go and be like, ah, oh, it's like, it's good to see everybody. It's the lodge. Hey yeah. guys, how are hey, you? you know? how are you? And it's, uh, give me the secret handshake. But it's so much more than that. And I know it sounds trite to say that, but gosh, you know when that really hit me and washed over me, and as I was just like taking time and not not just trying to get through my reading for the day, like you yeah. know what I mean? Like I have a, a reading plan that I do and stuff. I was like, I, I got to get caught up, and it's like finally I was like, wait a minute, hold on, you don't even realize you're not connecting to what you're reading, and most of it I have read before and I know it. That's the other thing too is you can get too familiar with something and think, oh gosh, yeah. well now I, there's nothing new that's that's earth shattering, that's my the world's not opening up. You know, when you first are going through Christian yeah. thought and and new things are opening up all the time because
1: early on. Maturity feels like discovery. Yes, right. So you're growing and learning in knowledge, and yeah. I think you you believe that's always going to happen, uh, and you kind of correlate your maturity to how much you know. Yeah, and I think we do hit a point where, like, one, there's just you've learned stuff about Christianity, so you're still going to go deeper in things. Absolutely. But I've been thinking about um, just experiencing in my own life through my own gray period. It really is the simple stuff that I'm not remembering. Mm-hmm. rather than the deep stuff that I i don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like this weekend, somebody, I was just explaining a situation that's been really tough, and somebody just kind of reminded me, like, you know, I, I totally get that, but um, we just got to remember, you know, that like the Lord's already ordained the end of the situation. And it was one of those things where it's like, I know that. I've written papers on that. I've written <laughs> sermons on that. I've counseled people with that. I've cried with people going through hard times saying those same <laughs> words, Right. Right. Were someone to have reversed that role and be telling me what I was telling this person, yeah. I would have said the same thing to them. Yeah. And yet there I sat, and in that moment, it was like the clouds parted, yeah. and I was reminded of what's true, which is yeah. God is absolutely in control of this, so me worrying about the situation is not gonna help it at all. Yeah, I need to trust what the Lord's gonna provide. Yeah. And it was just, I just keep coming back to this, that like, I, I need to remember the simple stuff. Yeah, Which is why, to your point, I think Christian community is so important, right? Yeah. Because if I only... If I view all the world through the lens of my circumstance, my stuff, and, and I go to the Bible to get what I want from the Bible, or I think I need, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, then the lopsidedness is going to continue to be lopsided. I yeah. think what helps round out my Christianity is when people come unsolicited and tell yeah. me things that I need to remember. yeah, um, And I'm not asking for it. They're just giving it to me, yeah. right? And I think that's the beauty of Christian community is yes. even just to tell somebody I'm down, and then they lead me back
0: to Christ in right. a way that like... I know intellectually but in that moment I'm not believing right 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 exactly and like you said a simple thing like that and that's where I found myself is I was reading I was slowing way down I was looking at real simple simple things that I know to be true that like you said you've either written a paper on or taught a class on or whatever a million times but you forego those simple 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 things that are truly that what ground us in our faith and, and the fact that God is sovereign, that's, that's the other thing, too, is like, whatever happens, however much time I've got left, Lord, just use me to be, be something that glorifies you, and, and also the, the me, 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 I, 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 me, 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 I, I, me, me, you know, it's just like— Beautiful song. Oh, it's a great song. It's beautiful. Uh, Paul McCartney. But, yeah, it's just, that's... I, I think, think that's, you mean Leonard Skinnered <laughs> on the 8-track. <laughs> on the 8-track. I think that's the thing with me, too, is it just, I was I was thinking all about me. Yeah. And it was all, and it's just like, gosh, you know what? That's the surest way to get ourselves behind the 8-ball, right? Is well, it just all about us.
1: So, like, through this, this gray period of not sleeping, like, I just haven't had a, a ton of... I don't have a me time to, like, yeah. be in the Word and pray. Yeah. If we're up... I'm usually with a baby, multiple babies. <laughs> yes. Um, and it just was a good reminder. You know, I, I grew up being told, now, uh, good Christians always read their Bible every morning. <laughs> right. I spend 30 minutes in the Word, 30 <laughs> minutes in prayer, 30 yeah. minutes in meditation. And, like, you right. hear that and go, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to go on to real life now. Yeah, but, yeah. But, like, I can just see... <clears throat> what happens for me is my circumstances like creep up above my eyes and that's all I see. And I just feel like I'm just a product of my circumstances and spending time with the Lord um, in his word and in prayer is, is really, it's for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You're right. It's a way of being reminded, okay, I'm actually an eternal being. I belong to the sovereign God of the universe. Yep. Um, As bad or as good as things are, I have a, I have a better hope, right? I have a better hope than the best things. I have a great hope in the midst of hard times uh, I belong to a God who's already chosen all the seconds ahead of me. Right. And they're all good, and he's already ordained the end and already told me what it is, right? like yeah. I, I get to win in Christ and spend the rest of eternity with him. And like all those things that just don't feel real when you haven't slept in 12 hours, or you had a baby yeah. who screamed all night, and yeah. you have to go to work. And like, uh, last two weeks, yeah. I, just, I was preaching two different places. I was working on some lectures for a class I'm teaching. I was just up to my eyeballs. Yes. Everything felt like everything. it was on fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so even spending, I spent 20 minutes... And the word in prayer. And it was like, <sighs> yeah. Right. Okay. This yeah, is yeah, what's yeah. true. Right. It's right. Like, yeah, this is hard right now. And I'm overcommitted and I'm tired yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But like, that's not where my hope is. Right. Right. Me getting to the other end of this thing isn't going to make me any more hopeful because nope. my hope isn't in that. It's in Christ. And, and the next thing is going to come along that every day.
0: Right. Yeah. And even once we get through this, the next thing's coming along anyway. Right. So uh, it, it's either real or it's not. And our faith is either active. Or it's not. Yeah. And 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 that's where I got to too, as I just realized, you know, is it, it was a lot of things. But I was able also to spiritually say, I need to slow down. I need to look at the simpler things, like you said. And when I was praying, like, to be connected. Because sometimes, you know what, I will, even with prayer, I will catch myself. And I'm just kind of meandering through it. And I know the things to say and everything. But rather than stop and really think, you know, it's that old, what's that thing, act, uh, adoration. Confession, thanksgiving, Uh, uh, and supplication. Right, 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 right. So, you know. You know what, after this, let's go get tattoos of that. Let's do. Let's do it. On my thigh. Yep. Thank you. That yep. way, I can, that way, I can always remember it. I'll have to always wear shorts though, so that's I can right. be able to short see shorts. Yep. Yeah, because I'm not a short guy. Um, yeah, but that's that's good. I think it's I think it's remembering the simple things and also not being afraid. Because for me, sometimes when that happens, I'm really reluctant to. I kind of withdraw a little bit. I'm afraid to tell people. And I'm afraid to share that. And again, I don't think you can share things with everybody ad nauseum and just vomit things on people. Right. But I do think you need to You have... wouldn't do a Facebook live with it? Uh, I might. Hey guys. Depends on how many Dan likes here. I get
1: Hey guys. Um, look. So I'm down. Um, I don't know. I don't think
0: anybody likes me or loves me or anything. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I'm gonna go now. Oh, yeah. But I but I think I think being able to share that with people too, like you said, then and, and have people hey, just listen to you. Yeah, uh, you know, and like I was even hesitant to tell my wife about it because I was just like, ah, you know what, I don't want to burden her with this, but but I did, and she was so great because she had some just simple, really good things, mm-hmm. and and then that pointed me towards you know, hey, I need to slow down too, in, in what I'm doing spiritually, and just and not not t- try to take everything in and not be on a timetable and just like you said if you have 20 minutes make that 20 minutes count if you have five totally. minutes or yeah. if i'm driving in the car like i'll forget that a lot of times some of the best time i have right. in prayer yeah. and stuff was when i'm just somebody in our small group who uh, somebody calls it windshield time or something That's i can't right. remember who it was yeah. but it's just it's so true to like really not just uh go through the motions but really talk to god you know what i mean because I think that's what I forget sometimes is God's God's real. God's not just this right. self help guru. You know what I mean? Right. For us, I mean, for yeah. somebody else, no. But but if you believe that the whole story is true and that yeah. all of this really happened, it was a real thing. Mm. And,
1: um, you know, I think as guys, we feel like well, this is true for ladies too. I, we don't yeah. need to be chauvinistic here, Dan. For people, <laughs> humankind you are so woke. <laughs> <laughs> for all humans, um. <laughs> We feel like we have to have it all together, yeah. right? And this right. is a recurring theme in, in our life, in yeah. class, and in Bible study, and things like that. Oh, that yeah. Like, let's just let's just be willing to admit I don't have it all figured out. Yeah. Let's just be willing to admit, like, yeah, I'm I'm having a really hard week, and I really need some help, right? Yeah. And um, sometimes people don't respond great to that, right? But I yeah. think it's it's cultivating an environment spiritually where yeah, you can tell me, and I can tell you, yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm not doing well like I'm selfish right yeah. now I've been snapping right. at my family or right, right. I just want to sit and stare at the wall or <laughs> exactly. like, I want to eat four pizzas by myself
0: by myself exactly yeah, yeah. and that, and that's I think to have some, some people who are safe around you as Christians too to be able to say hey yeah this is this is where I'm at right now and I really could use um, just somebody to tell yeah you know and and not that that person's going to make everything okay either, you know, because we get ourselves into trouble with that, whether it's our spouse or whoever, and we look for somebody else to be our idol and to make everything okay. And it's like, no, but sometimes it's just listening, right? Yeah. And and then uh, I get it out of my system. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Um, Even that makes me feel a little bit better.
1: Right. Because I think sometimes, at least for me, like it (laughs) becomes a self-therapy session. I just need somebody else. Yeah. You know, it's even funny. Sometimes I'll do this with Miller, and it's kind of like you really didn't need me here for this, did you? Like, no, but thank you for listening anyway. Yeah. Thank
0: you for listening.
1: Thank you for letting me counsel myself in your presence.
0: Um, are you? Uh, you have to. You have to get out of here, don't you? Do I? Do I right now?
1: Oh, we got. We got a few. You got a few. We okay. A few. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I don't want. Damn, to... this topic's way too important.
0: Hey, to cut I know it short. It's, a, it's a big. It's a big topic. Yeah, I. I I'm glad. That, I'm glad we're diving into it though, because I do think there's a, a real. I think there's a real um, opportunity there with. The church in general to just be able to uh, to be able to say hey there's a whole lot of things that we're uncomfortable talking about sometimes too at church
1: yeah and, and I think to also to admit like the gospel is meant to speak into the minutia of life right yeah. like yeah. we perpetuate a sacred secular divide when we talk about the things that we would talk about at church or to Bible study and then walk away from that back to normal life right all the things that we would talk about in that context are meant to shape the way that we think Monday through Friday. Yeah, And I just think we we lose sight of that, right? Because we tend to resort to human solutions, right? Yeah, right. Um, I mean, I, I want to admit, I read a great counseling book in seminary called Counseling the Hard Cases. I mean, I've already told you this. No. Uh, where they would bring up, like, insane counseling situations where you would wow. read the like the presenting problem and go, oh, my word. I I, hope wow. I never get that. I don't know. Yeah, what to do. yeah. And there was one where it was like, uh, they were... They changed the name, so it was real stories, but but the names were changed of people. But like a mom who was having severe postpartum depression and like started fantasizing about killing her baby, which happens sometimes. Whoa, wow! And like went to the pastors, yeah. in her church, and said, "I need help." And like their first solution was like, "When was the last time you slept? Like uh, four days ago. When wow, was the last time you had food? Like uh, four days ago." So they're like, tell you what, we're gonna order you pizza, and you're gonna we're gonna take your kids for twenty four hours, and you're gonna go home and sleep. Right. So like, for me, that was eye opening to be reminded. Okay, so. Certainly, there's a spiritual side of things, but also absolutely to your life and my life. Recently,
0: sometimes you just need a nap. There's a practical. There's a practical thing. Yeah, you know. There's a, such a, a practical part of that too. Yeah, yeah like you need I love those
1: Snickers commercials. Oh, yes, right. Where yeah. it's like they're being a prima donna because, like, yeah, we get hungry sometimes. Yeah, and Janelle and I know each other well enough to go like,
0: yeah. Do you just need a snack? It <laughs> just happened the other day. I was like really like just like anyone. You eat something. That's me. That is totally me, man. And it's just like, and then I think, yeah, it can be a lot of practical, physical things that you can you can take care of. And I think that's also somebody too that will come alongside you and be like, yeah, hey, and not to just overly spiritualize things sometimes too, you know, because uh, there are certain practical, physical things that we need to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then
1: once we do those, to recognize. Yes the gospel that gives me hope on Sunday is the gospel that meets me here right now. Right. right? So, and it's not changing. Frustrations at work, frustrations at home, frustrations for being overcommitted, frustrations for being too busy, frustrations for not knowing what to do. All of that is like where the gospel meets us in that. And one of the guys I work with uh, at our church, Aaron, um, I, lo- I love the way he said this, that like Jesus comes and meets us in our pain. He comes and sits in the dirt yeah. with us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's not that we set the gospel aside and look for other solutions. The gospel really is what gives us it is. hope in that. So yeah. eat the pizza, take the nap, and then you know remind <laughs> yourself of the true hope that you have that right. is a transcendent hope that regardless of what's going on really does provide some kind of lifeline in the midst of life difficulties.
0: Yeah, transcendent hope. I mean, that's... That's the whole that's the whole enchilada right there, because if we don't have that and if Christ is not that, then we don't have a real faith and you think about what what do you reach to if you don't
1: have that right? what yeah. do you reach for to give you hope, and I think right. it, um, there's any number of things, right? Not, sure. Not, not trying to say people who don't have Christ are all substance abusers, but I no. think there's there's a sense in which you're looking to fill a void there, an existential, yeah. supernatural void that God Himself placed in you. Right. And if you don't have the ability to find satisfaction and rest in Christ,
0: yeah. what do you look towards? And I think admitting that is an important thing, too, as we talk to people who are unbelievers, too, and, and people who don't know the gospel, because, you know, I think there's this tendency, too, and at least for me, sometimes, and I've been guilty of this, where. If I'm witnessing to somebody or talking to somebody who is a friend of mine and I'm trying to share the gospel with them or whatever, I don't want to necessarily go to what's going on with me because I then I think that's a reflection on like, oh, well, hey, Christian guy, you don't have everything together. Because I think sometimes right. there's this pressure yeah. that as a Christian we need to have everything all together, and we don't because we're human beings and we're broken just like everybody else. Yeah. We do have the hope of Christ in us, but we still have times where we're our brokenness yeah. and our... Our heart of de- deceit and everything—it makes its way out, and we it, it overpowers us for short periods of time. And it's not that
1: in those moments there's a problem with the hope of Christ. No, it's that my grasp on the hope of Christ has become tenuous, Amen. right? And right. I need to to rehold onto that, recling to the anchor that God has given me, right? And uh, I think so. I think even being able to yeah. tell people that, right? right? It's not like like right. I'm not denigrating the reality of no. my hope by living this way. I'm just yeah. telling you, sometimes I'm too foolish or dumb or lazy.
0: Yeah. To hold fast to what I believe. Absolutely. And I think we've told Brian that. I told a friend of mine that last week. I was talking to him, and he was telling me about a situation going on with his family. And uh, rather than me just say, oh, yeah, I know, that, that sounds tough, you know, he said something like, I'm sure you don't have that because you get the, the perfect Christian kids and stuff. And I said, oh. Well, I'm glad you said that, yes. <laughs> I said, my friend, and I backed him up, and I just, you know, I shared with him not a lot, but a little bit of what was going on with us, too, because, you know, I also, you know, you have to be mindful of... Of not giving away the farm all the time on right. stuff,
1: but I to you want to give you can give away the ranch. Yeah, it's but the farm. It's the you got because, on because
0: to. you want to hold on to the the cows especially. You got to keep and the silos. The si- yeah, yeah 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 well yeah now that you say that yeah, I mean you know the I pigs mean. too probably. This is
1: going to be a great book when we write this. Yeah,
0: I can't wait, man. Zondervan. Zondervan. They're going to love it. Uh, yeah, but I think being able to be honest with people, too, when you're struggling, even non-believers, too, but then show them where your hope is, that transcendent hope, and, and that it's a temporary thing. Yeah. But you do have, ultimately, an answer.
1: And that's where I, I love—we've talked about this before—I love, on the weekends, getting to go and just sing with my church family, because yeah. it's yeah. just a good reminder of, oh, this isn't all about me. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I can—maybe yeah. I, I have an inside track— that other people don't always have. But like, I can look around the room and I go like, I know what that person's going through and that person's going through uh-huh. and that person's going through. And uh-huh. it's all way bigger than yeah. I only got six hours of sleep I last night. and I was interrupted know. three times. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it just puts yep. it into perspective. So like, okay, put your
0: big boy pants on. It's going to be all right. And that's another thing that I was able to do too, is, is really look at so many, so many people in my life that I know right now who are struggling with life and death issues with, marriage with family with all kinds of things that are that are huge issues and be like, Oh my gosh, dude, what am I why am I why am I throwing a pity party for myself? You know, yeah. that's another thing is, you know, love your neighbor as yourself and part of that is putting other people above you and really Yeah, getting real about, gosh, my struggles. Yeah, we've all got struggles, but there's somebody who's always got bigger struggles, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now none of that, you know,
1: takes anything away from the fact that sometimes you just gotta cry in the shower, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Put a washcloth in your mouth so your family doesn't hear you and can Just I do that right now?
0: It. I'm gonna I'm I don't know. What do you think, Jill? Hello? <laughs> That's right. Uh, that was that was my wife, ladies. That was and gentlemen. our engineer and Dan's wife. Jill. <laughs> well, uh, this was uh, this was productive, wasn't it? I think it was productive.
1: I feel produced. good. Oh. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you lean on your Apple Watch, it almost calls 911 for you.
0: <laughs> and don't do that, please. Please don't do that. Ah that would be bad. But you know, if you ever have called 911 accidentally on your Apple phone, shoot us an email and we us love know it. about it. Blessingfieldhosts at gmail.com. Send us thoughts. Send us thoughts, send us ideas for shows. We're going to have Brian back one of these days, I promise. And also, I have two other friends. You know what we got to do? What? We got to get more guests. I, I bet know. bet
1: people are so tired of just listening to the They're tired of listening to us
0: plather on. And sometimes, you know what? We have guests booked, and then we're not able to do it. And then yeah. sometimes, quite honestly, I don't plan ahead. Well, if we're being <laughs> honest, sometimes on the way over, we plan what we're going to talk about. <laughs> exactly. But other times, we plan strenuously. But you know what? We're glad you listen. Thank all you. All three of you. Yep. Thank you so much. Thanks, and your Barb. mom is one of them. Your I know you listens. said your mom doesn't listen, but she your does. mom, when I saw I her, know. she does listen. They were just out here and
1: they do listen, right? And your
0: dad listens. Yeah. So That's that, awesome. at
1: least two listeners.
0: Got a guaranteed built in audience. All right. Send My us. My wife just told me, like, oh, yeah, I haven't listened in a long time. <laughs> and then it, it, But it wasn't even like, I'm going to go listen now. I was like, oh.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I'll never get caught up now. Yeah. I just move on. Yeah. Just like reading those Harry Potter books. Oh, well. <laughs> hey. Uh, too far behind. All right, you guys. Uh, yes, yeah, shoot us an email, blessingfieldhost@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Give us a rating. Give us a five-star rating, if you would, on, uh, on Apple, on Google, on Spotify. Uh, we are on Spotify. We are on I Spotify. Nobody that. listens to Nobody us on listens. Spotify. <laughs> I get the report.
1: No Spotify <laughs> listeners. But,
0: but yeah. we are on Spotify. Thank you. We're Christianese. Jared Brickholder, Dan Satchel. God bless. Do you
1: find that your spiritual vitality has taken a dip? Do you find that your energy and spiritual strength have been diminished? Uh-huh. Do you find that you're experiencing spiritual hair loss? Then maybe you need Spirity. Spirity is a product that boosts your spiritual testosterone, increasing your vitality, your energy, and your drive. And now, for a limited time, available in estra Tea. Spirit One spirit, two teas. Available at Christian bookstores, gas stations, and Chick-fil-A.